I hope you're feeling comfortable with the, the fluidity of history. I remember vividly in my youth the pulsating sensations of celebration and button-popping pride when our nation celebrated its bicentennial in 1976. You, as well, 200 years of nationhood was for me, as an impressionable youth, all the more joyous for the firework displays, the, the local and national festivals, the tributes in glorious music, and that enrapturing sense of patriotism I felt, ah, well, it was deeply meaningful to me in those formative years of my being. You perhaps as well. You have fond memories of that occasion, fond after 200 years they may be, fraught with concern, could be possible at that time too, given perhaps your place in society and culture, forlorn maybe, for those centuries of what started as an experiment in democracy has consequently left so very much pain in its wake. But as I have aged and in maturity encountered life's circumstances and access to people's places and things, I continue to hold dear the sense of pride I feel in being a citizen of this great nation over which this symbol of freedom lies, what has come to affectionately be referenced as old glory. Indeed, I, I cannot help but express my pride in the words of that rote pledge of allegiance we often recited before we started school. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. Lest we ne'er beware, the sense of pride and allegiance can in effect be tainted by burden, as with mindful will the pursuit to which our perfect union has crafted in our Constitution and its articles, together with the Bill of Rights and, and its amendments, has after all these years, nigh on this additional quarter-plus century, have much more to go than one might hope. Or what one might expect of a modern venture in civilization. Alas, one could argue people will be people. Indeed, people are prone to varying degrees of, of evil notion as well as graceful charity. The whims of folly versus the countenance of fortune, behold, Indeed, even what constitutes evil may cause debate or 
rights to fortune itself as seen through eyes of the percipient may arguably be cast as charitable or something more nefarious, clutched by suspicion, cloaked selfishness. As people, indeed, we shall be people. But people being people, nary is an excuse. Therefore, we believers turn to God for our earnest supplication, imploring God grant soulful understanding and knowledge to activate in our thoughts that we hold dear, our actions we pursue in honest and all toward that more perfect union we pledge to seek between maker, we the created, and the whole creation in which we are graced to be present. Jesus saith, He that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. Jesus beholds for us in earth's tangible way, God. God. We we receive God as we receive Jesus, our Lord. This God is one with whom we can talk. This God is one with whom we can walk, with whom we can commune together with other fellow worshipers and doers of God's divine will. As per Jesus' example, then, and whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water, only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. An echo of God's kindness, a reverberation of, of goodness is Jesus' instruction and God's desire. In taking on the nature of what Jesus describes as the least of these among us, or, or servant to all, we echo the Lord in thought, in, in word, and in deed, herein our charge as God's beloved people. Verily, my brethren and spiritual sisters, the more perfect union is at hand when our corresponding attitudes and actions and assumptions about ourselves as well as others in God's sight is fitting with the kindness and servitude exampled by our Savior, Christ Jesus, our Lord himself. Faith in Jesus and his commandment to love God and thusly love others? frees us from the burden of being disagreeable, though we may disagree. The barrier of being exclusionary when these newfangled contraptions so that we might be heard. Or of the heft of being right, leaving room to be cooperative and compromising 
in the milieu that all other contrasting points of view are thought to be wrong, therefore perceived to be threatening, and ought to be rejected wholesale. Nay, my good people of the truth, nay. Unions cannot be effectively perfected when lines are drawn in the sand over which only those in full agreement may step and stand firm. Herein lies the rub for people of faith. When we approach our civic lives, interpreting the words of the Constitution and reframe the Declaration of Independence to exact an imbalanced toll on citizenry with whom we differ, oh, that process of perfecting the Union gets sidewinded and set aside. Instead of establishing justice, as the preamble declares, we pursue ideals that reflect actions, even laws, which are not justice, J-U-S-T-I-C, but are rather about just us, those in control, those in power. Ensuring domestic tranquility then, providing for the common defense promoting and the general, for general welfare and securing the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, all become further from reach behind the widening lines we draw between us when we neglect to take on the nature of the Savior of the world. I, servant of all, I, loving God completely and one and one another without impartiality. Else, echoes of kindness, they become muted. Reverberations of goodness, they become muffled. Except, if we are in pursuit of a more perfect union, one contoured by our love for God and one another, regardless of our differences, indeed welcoming the beauty in diversity of unions such as ours inspires, we may indeed have come a long way, maybe. Alas, there is still a long way to go, my good friends. After two and one quarter plus centuries, we have more to do, as Christ Jesus is the one whom God has given us to lead us there, not by being a Christian nation, nay, but by embodying Christ-like attitude and actions and love. Love of God. Love for one another. We've come a long way, maybe. Yet, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, have still further to go by the grace of God. And go we must. And as such, we must recommit ourselves to be going together. Together. Therein lies the meaning of the word. Union. 
May we continue to journey together toward that more perfect union which inspired our nation's declaration of independence and its dynamic constitution. So may the occasion marked by spine-tingling fireworks, picnics, festivals, music, and the celebration of July 4th inspire you once again to refocus your journey in faith, seeking only to ignite goodness and hope by all that you think, all that you do, all that you say. And forthwith, may it be a journey in love, love of God, love of one another, and love of who we are together. A union, indeed, the United States of America. And truly, as we commend ourselves to this merciful endeavor, may God bless America as we will soon hear. Amen.